Hello, and welcome to another episode of Irreverent Aromatherapy. I am your host, Drip, also known as Becky from Blue Marble Botanicals in Wisconsin. And hey, 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 this is Amy Anthony, crazy creator, mischief maker at NYC Aromatica in Manhattan, New York, also known as Drop. What you drink in there? Yeah, so, uh, and I think I see you with something in your hand, so. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to share that um, every Thursday, some, I think you know, I volunteer at St. George's um, Church over here by Stuyvesant Park, and I've been there for longer than I care to admit. Um, and I always make the soup over the past probably two or three years. And today's soup is a cold soup, and I always put my botanicals in, by the way. One of the guests said not they're like, someone here knows their herbs. So today's soup was broccoli mm. and spinach, cold, no cream. That's ugh. And I did a thyme infusion on the side. I make an infusion in a little pot to the side, and I add my herbs as needed. And I had um, a bunch of lemons with the zest and uh, some lemon zest added to the soup. If I do say so myself, it was great. But the point is, in my bottle, because I did not exhaust the fresh thyme, I added it to my bottle of water a bunch of thyme sprigs, and I've been sipping on that for the past um, probably four hours, and it's very tasty, thyme-infused It sounds like a bottle full of deliciousness. It seriously is. And the one tip about thyme or any botanical is if you apply too much heat, you kind of ruin it. So low and slow, take it off. Thyme tips. (laughs) Tip time. Time. Tiptoe around the thyme tips. I didn't think see that coming. <laughs> Tip time. <laughs> All right, Trip, what do you have going on over there in your Oh, guess what I'm drinking today? What? I have I'm drinking cold cold purified water, but I made this new hangover uh mist. Um because I'm doing a wine walk yes. tomorrow, a local wine walk. Yeah. People are coming into my shop. They sold out all 400 tickets. So needless to say, I had to come up with a product for it. So I I, uh, I cranked out about 50 bottles of this stuff, and it's it's delicious. I used um, I used lavender and peppermint hydrosol, and I added some essential oils of grapefruit. Fresh ginger, not to be confused with ginger, fresh ginger and um, also peppermint. And I just spray a little bit, shake it up, spray a little bit in my water. So good. And I'm not even hungover. I love it. And um, yeah, I think you do like two, like one, two, three sprays in a like a normal cup of water, right? You're not just like, oh, I'm ingesting yeah. hydrosols. And you're like, I know you aren't. I'm just saying this right. for our listeners. Yeah, and I kind of like it because um, when you mist it into the cup, it smell mm-hmm. like it, the it it's it gets around the edge of the cup too, so you yes. have that aroma, and then you get a little bit in the water, and it's not too much. Yeah, just like three or four sprays, it's good. You know, it's it's like having a cocktail if you did like the vermouth when you rinse a glass with vermouth, old school martini. It's like right, or I've seen bartenders spray glasses, so you're kind of getting into mixology right now with botanicals. I didn't even think of that. I just had, I came up with the idea and I just went for it and it actually is good. So yay. Yum. Yay. Look at us drinking flowers and plants. I love that. I love that. Anyway. So what, what, I'm just curious about that dreaded oil that 
I'm wondering if you ever thought about cutting, you know. Oh, wait. Are you talking about me drinking fractionated coconut oil? oil? No. Yes, I am. No, I would never do such a thing because all fractions and delicious body loving ingredients have been removed from that product. Which gets a boo, and that's not appropriate for, what was it, tea time? Tip time. Tiptoe through the time tips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So so on that note, thanks for making sure fractionated coconut oil made it into the episode. Yeah, thanks for for bringing that up. Um, So I'm going to start off with our first topic today. And um, I, my topic I want to touch on is botanicals and essential oils and hydrosols being treated like a fine wine. Mm. And I just really love thinking about that because I don't know if, how you feel about, um, you know, like a fine wine. I don't know a lot about wine because I actually am not going to lie here. When I drink wine, I get really stuffed up. I'm like allergic to everything in it. So I can't really drink wine. But in my wine days when I was like 21, um, you know, I remember being able to, you know, enjoy things. And the better the growing season and the growing location and all that, the better the wine was. And I feel that that um, acts the same with our essential oils and hydrosols as well. And um, I feel sometimes people are being duped into mm-hmm. paying way too much for um, essential oils and hydrosols that aren't in the best growing conditions and the best growing locations. And I, yeah, I feel the need plants. to yeah, I feel the need to talk about that. For example, let's take our friend and um, yeah, our friend lavender, mm-hmm. and let's talk about our friend lavender. People overcharge for lavender so much, and they're charging for lavender that doesn't grow well in the United States. It just doesn't. Yeah, there, there's, I, could I, I interject I, that term terroir that's often talked about in wine and that term of the land and the climate influencing, obviously, human yeah. beings, too. Uh, yeah. I just... I just have to say this because I would love to, this to be another topic. How we've talked about this, how base oils, you should look at the person's constitution to bring up fractionated coconut oil again. Some people don't take to that. Nah, yeah. Nah. Um, but in all seriousness, I just had to interject. Yeah. That, it's, uh, it's so true. And, you know, so people are overpaying for lavender and really. The best plants grow wild. They come up on their own in their own climate. I mean, they're not cultivated. So when you're talking about the best lavenders, they're growing wild in Bulgaria and France, you know, in the mountains. They're just coming up there. And I think that's so important to know that because you can Mm -hmm. pay, say, $35 for a beautiful bottle of wild lavender from France that's ethically harvested or you can pay $60 for a bottle of lavender that's grown in the U.S. and cultivated. Which is, I mean... How do you feel about that? In defense of the plants that are cultivated, if it's if the business is representing it as such and it is transparent, I think that's fine. I mean, people have been farming for thousands of years, right? But I'm with you. Yeah, like, I'm not ditching farmers. I'm, I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying, like, the... 
I want to go back to what your, your core point is like the plant and how it expresses itself is super important. So thinking about where was it from initially, like uh, lavender being from the Mediterranean basin and that high altitude lavender will give you, it expresses itself in just chemically in these beautiful ways. And that should be expensive because to this day, people still hand harvest that because it's in the mountains. Right. And that and should it be takes expensive. So much more work. Yes. And not. That should be expensive. Yeah, not cultivated stuff, even grown in France. Why should I pay a lot of money for right. an oil that's cultivated in France just because it's from Provence? <laughs> or Lyon. <laughs> And I smelled, one thing I love doing, uh, yes, I often, I'm like, back when I used to teach, but um, one way to get students to appreciate terroir is I'd present lavandula angustifolia from Bulgaria, from Kashmir, from high altitude up in France. Um, And I do Mm -hmm. like population lavender. I do the varieties that are, um, that can't be reproduced. They have to be propagated. And it really drives right. it home to be like, oh, yeah, the plant was a living being. It has to do with where it grew. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think about back when you and I went on our um, excursion down to Sedona to Phoebe Aromatics, yeah. and we were cultivating wild plants ethically, very ethically. Um, it just... It just smells so much better. It just like smells like candy when you have it fresh from the right location. It's it's like it's like sniffing a bottle of candy and that should cost more. That should cost more. You should know what you're smelling. You should know um you should be able to lay five lavenders in front of you and say, "Wow, this is really fresh." Yeah. Or, you know, just like you do with a wine. Yes. The bouquet yeah. and <laughs> bouquet like flowers. <laughs> you should but yeah, to that's... reiterate what you said, because I think one of your core points is that a farmed lavender grown in, you know, I, I was born in Michigan, so I'm going to riff on this, that it was grown in Michigan, and they do grow lavender there, mm-hmm. that that should not be more expensive than a hand harvested lavender from, let's say, France that's grown, key point here is high altitude in the soil that it really likes. Right. So that should be more expensive, rightfully so, than a bottle of farmed, um, commoditized, dare I say. Yes, that's the word. Commercialized, commoditized, blah, blah, blah. Big box. Yeah. BS. Yeah. yeah. Can I, I say that? Can say I say certain words. Can I say BS? <laughs> Go for it. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah, so yeah. that's my feeling on it, and... I just I just get saddened when I hear of the amount of thing. I'm always like obsessed with what people are paying for things. I've I've hit that a couple of times mm-hmm. in our show, and I mean that's yeah. that's another thing. I just really wish people would look into. I wish people would read the bottle. Where where's your country of origin on your bottle? Yeah. When was it yeah. harvested? Uh, you know how is it harvested? Is it wild? Is it cultivated? Those are all such important things that you need to read before. You go purchase your bottle for whatever price you're paying. No, it is important. Mm-hmm. Just like it's like reading ingredients if you're at the supermarket. Yeah. If you're really into what you're putting in your body, which you are putting essential oils in your body by breathing them in, by applying them in a, you know, it's topical application. No matter what, you're always 
um, these molecules are going into your bloodstream. So right. yeah, knowing your ingredients is a great point, uh, yeah. Miss Drip. And, and I, I just want to point this out. I'm looking at, I just p- picked this up. It's sitting right next to me. Um, I just picked it up randomly. I have a, I'm looking at a bottle of from Nature's Gift and... <laughs> Shout out to Nature's Gift. Their their um, prices are a little more expensive, but let me tell you what's on the bottle. It says coriander, CO2, select, mm-hmm. okay? And then it gives the Latin binomial, which is also important, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says ethically farmed in the Ukraine. So it, this is cultivated ethically in the Ukraine, um, and it says extracted from the seeds and it even gives a batch number on here. Mm-hmm. So if I have a problem with it or whatever, have a question, I can go back and they know exactly where they got it and it's all yeah. traceable. I just, I'm such a fan when companies do yeah. that. Me too. I'm, um, and I, you, you too as well. I'm a fan of several different companies, but one company that comes to mind, I have a nature's gift high altitude, melange in front of me of lavenders wow um uh original swiss aromatics always has lot numbers on their bottles too which i appreciate mm-hmm. and you know what when i blend i always know who if it's lavender i know what company it's from i even put the lot number if i have it um it's it's important to know in your formulation i agree what what is that oil totally Who's it from if you have the date yeah yeah and florahana despite them being a big box company they do heart hand yeah. harvest their own lavender um wild lavender and they yeah. put on their yeah. bottles everything and then guess what you can match that right up with their documentation online read the mm-hmm. gcms reports pesticide reports everything right yeah. from your bottle right online yeah, I, I'm a fan of them as well. I just pulled out uh, Lavendula Angustifolia, the fine sauvage, the wild. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's sauvage, and it's it's so <laughs> transparent. They are so transparent with people. I love that. Yeah. So that's my. Yeah, I'm a fan. That's my um, botanicals are like a fine wine, type uh, discussion, and I'm I'm glad you entertained me for today on that. I round out the conversation by sharing how actually my hydrosols I distill myself are in my basement stored with our wine. Just perfect. Yeah. By the way. They're just so similar. They're just similar beans and we need to treat them as such. I mean, people pick up their... Storing them properly. Yeah. People pick up their wine and they're like, oh, let me oxygenate it and spin it around and smell it before I eat it and roll it around on my tongue and whatever. But yet they pick up a bottle of crappy essential oil from a drugstore company and they're like, oh, I think I'll buy this for $25 and they don't even care. (laughs) Why? I want to know why. Darn it. I want answers. I I want want answers now. I want answers. (laughs) Anyway, that's all for me. Thank you for letting me rant. Amy. That's a good rant. It's important. Do you have a... uh, topic today i think you do i'm, I'm concerned I about totally your topic do. yeah drips like i don't know amy this is a this is a topic so i've been thinking about this topic for a long time and i'll just read my title here sense of smell time and direction Whoa. how smell is directional about the present and the past so i started i've been thinking about this for a couple of years and i thought oh i want to write about it and i started to and i was like i don't want to turn this into an essay so I want to introduce it, touching on memory and time and place, basically. So 
This is a bit different for our episodes, but I am going to read some sentences, and I'd love to just banter then, of course, with my cohort. Yeah, I can't wait. lovely cohort, Drip. Can I add in something before you start? Amy is a phenomenal writer. If you've never read um, some of her writing before or seen some of her videos, you got to go to her website, nycaromatica.com. Check out some of her writing. It's seriously phenomenal. She's a great writer. Uncal- I had no idea you'd say that. I'm flattered, and thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, uh, but in, So this sense of smell issue, uh, it's not issue. It's like thinking about memory and the sense of time and place in the hippocampus. And in aromatherapy training, we're taught about and go through the limbic system and the central nervous system and all sorts of important things. Right. And we talk about the hippocampus, which is the center that integrates short-term memory, puts it into, helps integrate it into long-term memory. Mm-hmm. But I just like to read this. And then, of course, Becky will chat. So I have, what is the sense of smell? It is immediacy. And your your mind always tries to figure it out like, oh, what's that? That's lavender. Da, da, da. Um, but the thing that I really find is really effing cool is that, like, we go back in time, you know, and I have it written here, it goes back in time, as it were, as there was a time long ago when you learned and memorized those particular molecules. Like, you know, when you go into a place, you're like, I know that smell. Like, you are smelling that presently, but you're taken back in time, thanks mm-hmm. to the integration of memory. Mm-hmm. So you are simultaneous, simultaneously present and aware of the absolute now, but also retrieving and going back in time. And intertwined into that happening, there is often a sense of place, and I have written here, smell is information that lets you know where you are physically. It's kind of directional in a way. Wow. Imagine certain places that have certain aromas, like, of course, grandma's kitchen. It's usually a, a female's kitchen. I don't ever meet people that are like that smells like grandpa's kitchen or great grandpa's kitchen uh maybe you're thought of a particular geography in june like becky out on her boat you know in wisconsin maybe black pepper in india or Mm. frankincense in church when i was younger smelling fish yeah it's a sense of place (laughs) right it is yeah. So like this whole thing of sense of place and time, you could be taken back to a childhood memory, but also be like, oh, that smells like Green Lake. Yes, for sure. So you're sure. having this kind of time travel happening, which I think mm-hmm. is like, I hope this is making sense. I'm just like, this to me is like, whoa, it's fun. It absolutely makes complete sense. I mean, I, I don't know where I heard this from. Who was this? Somebody who was mm-hmm. working with somebody that didn't like orange essential oil because oh, do you know what I'm was, talking about? I do. It was in some of our training. A okay. story. Yeah. And it's because her dad that abused her or something always ate oranges. So she hated the smell of orange because it transported her to that location in time. Yeah. And kind of and brought on, I'll say like, post-traumatic stress disorder in a way like the the trauma was kind of relived by the smell of that oil or that by that smell I won't even say oil right um so I will skip by some of this but like smell is intimately linked to our hippocampus which is learning and memory integration and smell helps us make sense of the world and like I just have here, if you, you can mm-hmm. smell something and it's a, it's a cue for you to do something. 
And like I was reminded of like like when you're out in a place in nature and you might have a certain aroma that you know and you're like, oh, that's that means I need to go that way. It's like it helps you find direction, if that makes sense. It really And it's does. just this great, great cue. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to part, I'm going to shut up after this, but I have this quote that I kind of redid from uh, Stephen Herod Brunner, which is this brilliant herbalist, absolutely brilliant. So people use the hippocampus to orient themselves within the flow of meaning. Wow. And I have added, and this is in daily life, including the representations of memories as well as literal direction. That's so intense. Deep. It's yeah. really, really deep. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I, I so, think I I mean I'll banter on that for a second because what what it reminds me of is um, Alzheimer's patients. Um, my dad mm-hmm. had Alzheimer's um, and he passed away a few years ago. But I mean I so I read a lot about this stuff and they lose their sense of smell as well. And it's kind of, it's just so interesting how the sense of smell relates to memory, relates to hippocampus, relates to all those, all those areas in the brain and really truly does relate to time and space. Um, Turmeric, essential oil, turmeric herb, all those things um, being, all the turmeric roots being something that breaks down the plaques inside of those brain areas. that lose the memory and it actually is proven to do that so that's sort of off topic from where you're at but it's 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 not actually yeah but it's also very much in the same realm you know um, how it all sort of relates that's why they say oh when you start getting Alzheimer's you can't smell peanut butter out of your left nostril or something it's something like that Um, but that's proven but I mean I Something you're touching on, is obviously what you're saying is incredibly important and so personal, and thanks for sharing mm-hmm. with, with us. Um, the, the sense, excuse me, the hippocampus when stressed is proven to shrink. And it's proven that folks with Alzheimer's, their hippocampuses shrink. Mm-hmm. And there's part of that oxidative stress happening. And it's part of an aromatherapy training that, you know, a, a, bit, a lot of it's about stress reduction and working with the stress response. So you know, this is all connected what we're talking about. Yeah, it and it's really just is. so multi-directional. It's pretty in- intense. Uh-huh. Um, but the, just the fact that the hippocampus can regenerate, but then when the body becomes so stressed, it can't, I, I like to, th- I'm pretty sure that has to, is involved with Alzheimer's because the sense of smell is highly integrated into the hippocampus. Right. It's just such an yeah. interesting topic. I mean, we could, talk about this for hours we really could it's just it's just so interesting um I it's like the other week I think our last episode when I picked up the bottle of Monarda oh hear Mm. me in the Monarda my obsession again Monarda (laughs) Didima and I smelled it and I was like oh this brings me back to last summer sorry it was the wild mountain savory that I smelled that reminded me of the summer before when I was outside distilling Monarda so there it is again you know it just really triggers memories like that yeah it's the thing that I have to share a personal beef Um, I find I I get frustrated Mm -hmm. when a lot of folks just focus on the sense of smell and people's reaction to it versus treating it as information and that's what this conversation is about it's about 
time travel, you're in the present and sometimes drawn to the past, but it's information also in maybe how to act, you know, and mm-hmm. in, in giving you that sense of place, you were probably brought back to that field you were in. Like, mm-hmm. it's beyond just like, I like this. You know, like I have meditations written about this, and it's a big pet peeve of mine. <laughs> like, just get over the fact you're like, I like this. Okay, get deeper. Like, get it's information that your brain is taking in, your entire body is taking in these chemicals. It's so and it's, true. It's a serious topic. It's, it's chemicals so like true. turmeric that could help with inflammation. Yes. It's, it's, um, such, you're so spot on with that. I, I think people just don't appreciate it, which is, goes exactly along with my botanicals are like a fine wine. It's all, this is all like the similar, a similar type topic. It just all winds together where we just really have to respect what we're working with and appreciate it. Um, I got a bottle of vetiver from India and it was, um, distilled two weeks before I got it vetiver root I mean you just it was like opening the bottle it was just like it was like a celebration for me and just so grounding and knowing that it was in the ground two weeks prior it's just all that stuff and appreciation and oh it's amazing yeah I mean I really appreciate how you tied the topics together because it it, it's true it's respect for the molecules respect for the whole plant Respect for the people that harvest the plant, like the whole, the whole thing, just about having. Uh, I don't like to use the word gratitude because I feel it's thrown around a lot in our culture recently. Mm-hmm. But just to have that sense of, I like this, a sense of awe, oh, having yeah. a sense of awe. Yes, um, awe and wonder in this little tiny bottle that we're smelling. You just have to yeah. have it. Have to have that. Yeah. I agree with you. It's a great topic, Amy. Yeah, I mean, I was like, maybe I'll write about it more, but I just think it still blows my mind. It's like, you're freaking time traveling. It's so true. <laughs> that is, it's so yeah. true about that. Hey, I got one for you. Um, I shared with you that suntan oil that I always use that it, don't tell anyone it has no SPF in it. <clears throat> but... I mean, it's got no bad ingredients in it. It's old. It's an old yeah. product <laughs> back from the late 80s, and I'm still using the same product. And every time I open that bottle and smell the carry, oh, guess what's in it? Fractionated <gasps> coconut oil. <laughs> but, but besides that, there's all these excellent fragrance oils in there and carriers in there. And I, when I open up the bottle, I'm transported next to the pool back in the late 80s when I put it yep. on. I mean, yeah. that's just how it is. So it's, there it is again. Again, like I love that. It's a sense of direction, which I think is really cool. It's mm-hmm. to think about memory that way, which um, I think is... Yeah, it's pretty freaking wild. It really is. It's super wild. And, you know, the same goes for music also. You know, music kind of does the same thing. Triggers memories as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Both of them. Both of them work well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sensory inputs. Yep. Well, I wonder what our topics will be our next episode. I don't know. We are pretty deep today. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, I, I want to take this opportunity as a reminder to f- our, uh, thank you for joining us during episodes. If you have questions, we'd love to hear from you. 
So please send us an email with to say, hey, or hey, and here's a question I'd like you to address, irreverent aromatherapy, all one word, lowercase, at gmail.com. And Drip, remember, um, I'd love for you to chime in that we don't, we will not address health issues. Yeah, right? yeah. I don't want to. I don't want people writing in saying, "What do I use for blah blah blah? What do I use for my ingrown second toenail?" I don't want questions yeah. like that. We want like aromatherapy questions that don't relate to specific health conditions. I think um, yeah. because then it's more generalized, and we can address them on the air for our, all of our listeners. Yeah, and again, it's pretty, to get away from this is good for that, which we're both not into that. If we can help it, I'm guilty of it at times. I'm not perfect, as I hope you know that. That sounds so weird. You know I'm not perfect. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) to get away from that model. Um, Yeah, but we'd love your questions. So are are we, any, any other kind of thoughts before we start to wind down? I have nothing. I think we did, uh, we covered a lot today, and I think it was quite interesting. I love it too. So, but um, I have vetiver uh, uh, I've been wearing today, um, and it's cooling and lovely, and the fact that you brought up vetiver before, I was like, oh. That's totally totally typical of us to be talking and doing the same thing, by the way. Synchronicity happens a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll start to take it down and wind it down and I'll say thanks for joining us for an episode that was deep, 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 deep. <laughs> yes, it was. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. All right. We'll catch you later. Have a good week. Thank you.